This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, Brian, it is now time to turn the show over to our dear listeners and our dear followers on Twitter for the Twitter mailbag, uh, where you guys get a chance to ask us questions that are are gnawing at you. Got a lot of questions about the left tackle and the Tyron Smith spot, which I I made sure to tell everybody. I said, look, uh, Give us give us other questions because I promise we're going to spend more than enough time telling you about Tyron and where everything's going there. So we're gonna we're gonna stray largely away from tackle questions here. Uh, the first one here is from JC, and he says, "What's the deal with the front office?" That's not his whole question. It, it goes on. Sure, uh, but he says they have a lot of cap space and they don't want to sign help. Why are they being so cheap? Is this sabotaging Dak or Mike McCarthy? I don't think that this is a sabotage i think what you're looking at here is a a team and and uh you know the 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 folks that that work the books and and help them plan out their their spending over the course of several years the the guys in the front office that do that the guys like todd williams and and folks like that adam pacifica Pacifica, yeah the cap group uh i think what you're seeing there is that they're recognizing hey let's roll some space forward because before you know it dax contract will be up on us again and we'll have to make a decision there but also, you're looking at big paydays for Micah Parsons and Trayvon Diggs. So I, I think the the unwell- Lamb too, huh? Potentially, C. Lamb. They're going to have to make a decision on there how much they want to pay him. So there's a lot of questions about you know there, there's a lot of financial considerations coming up here for the Cowboys that uh, you know I, I think that they're having to grapple with, and that's in large part why I think you're not seeing them tap into that money. That's rollover money that I think they're feeling they're going to have to spend soon. No, I think you're absolutely right. The I challenge, you know, to find somebody I'm, I'm asking, trust me, I'm asking everybody that I know in the league that's more than willing to help me with information about, hey, is there guys to sign? Is there guys to go get? Is there guys, you know, they were telling me about Isaiah Wynn and they're like, listen, you got to have $10 million in cap space to take him on if you trade for him, you know, all these things. So, you know, the Cowboys have that ability to go do that. But also, though, it seems like that every guy I ask about, Leatherwood at the Raiders, they're telling me the guy's been awful at tackle, yeah. thought he was a little bit better at guard. He's still a bad player. Uh, we've done, we talked about Fisher. We talk, I mean, everybody that, that offensive tackle-wise, and I'm using them as an example because that's a position that they might have to go out and buy somebody. Sure. But 
you know, that you don't want to just throw money at somebody just because you're, you know, it's a position of need right now. Now I get it. If we get into free agency and they're not paying people, you have a gripe. You absolutely have a gripe. I think you need balance. I think you need to find a way to not only draft, sign your own, but you need balance of going and getting guys too. And when we were, when I was with the Cowboys in the early 2000s, we were horrible drafting and we had to spend money on free agency. And in free agency, we, we spent money on guys that weren't very good. You know, Roy Glover was the best one we ever did. And, you know, I'm super proud about him, but there was a lot of days we wasted money. You know, you know, you think about the, you know, the players that they've brought in over the years. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's just, there was a lot of waste and I don't think you want to do that. I think you're better off, but I'm, I'm also saying you're better off having balance. And right now, yeah, they have cap space, but they also, the players that they're potentially looking at are not worth their cap space from, from what I'm hearing. Uh, next question here from and Mike. By the way, Bobby, that's not from them. That's from other teams around the league. Sure. That's Yeah, that's other teams. Absolutely. Uh, next question here from Michael Petty. What's up with Alec Lindstrom? Alec Lindstrom, of course, uh, the undrafted free agent center out of Boston College, the brother of Chris Lindstrom from the Falcons, uh, and a guy that I, I think you liked coming out. He's been, I did. He's been banged up. He missed practice on Tuesday. He was back out there doing some individual stuff on Wednesday. He's a little hampered by an injury right now, according to Mike McCarthy. Uh, but I think Lindstrom's coming along. He's just he's healing a little bit. Whenever you see guys like that, I, I feel like undrafted free agents that they're getting banged up and it seems like they're slowly being brought along. I feel like that's just a, a slow play to like, let's maybe try and stash this guy or let's, yeah. Maybe, yeah. you know, worry about practice squad. We're not worrying about, you know, getting him going here. No, you're absolutely right about that. And, uh, you know, with him and Impy, who they got from, from BYU, I kind of felt like the two that of the two, I, I like Lindstrom better is, you know, and maybe it's because I liked him coming out of Boston college better. And I like empty, Impy at BYU. So just kind of hopeful that, that, you know, he's likely not going to be on the 53. I think Farniak is by far, you know, if there was a few more weeks, I think Farniak would be a guy that would give uh, Biotish a little bit of a run for his money right now. I was a little disappointed. He's been getting better. I mean, he wasn't good early. He's been getting better. And I was was really disappointed at the beginning of camp. Because yeah. I expected him to be better, yeah. but as, as the, it's gone on, especially as we've, we've gotten into these games, he's been yeah. really good. If we had, if say they had one more preseason game, this if they say they played four preseason games, you would say, well, maybe there's a little bit of a battle at center because because Farniak has been good and he's played guard, he's played center, uh, you know, he's done a really nice job. So yeah, I, the, the you know the the whole the question was you know, about, about Lindstrom, but, but man, I think overall uh, he's done a nice job and enough to, of a good job to be uh, a guy that you would absolutely put on the practice squad. Question from DCU. Chauncey Golston perplexes me. What is he? And I think that's a good question because we all felt like, oh, that that's a, a left defensive end, I think. Mm-hmm. Or I think a lot of people felt like he could be a three-tech, but then Dallas told us yeah. last year he's left defensive end. Then we came in this year and it's, well, we always viewed him as a three-tech. He's put on the weight. He's there. And now we're watching him in these practices, and he's pretty much exclusively at end again. I, I have a theory, Brian. 
I think they've been surprised by their tackle play. I do too. And I think I so they felt like we can't give him reps here now. We got to move him back to end. No question. And that's the thing with Goldston. When I watched him come out of Iowa, you know, he was a guy, I thought he was kind of a, a poor man's uh, Tank Lawrence. And I mean yeah. this in a way, not as a pass rusher, but when you watched him at Iowa, he was a hard time, a hard guy to get to the outside on. He played with really good leverage. He was really strong. And he just didn't give up the corner all that easy. And that's what Tank does. Tank does the same thing. You know, Tank's just got a little bit more of the quick twitch to him. But they got to the point where they were going to play him at three technique. And all of a sudden, all the three tech, Tristan Hill, Osa, you know, Gallimore, they all started playing. And it's like, well, man, we need to, like, work him at end and see where we're at. So, yeah, the flexibility and all that's great. But – to me, he's always been a left defensive end, not a right defensive end that rushes the passer, but a left defensive end that, that does a good job of handling tight ends and playing against the run. Yeah, he, he's been – I think he's been good when we've seen him out there. It's just yeah. – it, it feel like they kind of were surprised. I, I think – I hope he doesn't. I hope it's not one of these things where all of a sudden they keep moving him back and forth, back and Iron forth, Robert. and he's not – yeah, I mean, how many guys have they done that to? Whole career. Yes. Yes, yeah. the whole time, and you're like going, "Well, they just ruined this kid." The whole thing with the safety. What was the kid that they had? They kept playing him at safety. They played him at corner. They played. Byron, I mean, Byron Jones or somebody else. Well, Byron Jones. They felt like they, everybody's like, like I remember when Chris Richard was here. It's like, why are you playing safety? Yeah. yeah, why'd you play safety all those years? So, oh, Reggie yeah, Robinson is who you're thinking of. Who's that? Reggie Robinson is who you're. Reggie Robinson. Of. Yeah, there you go. Reggie Robinson. Great example of like. He's a corner. No, he's a safety. No, he's a corner. No, he's a safety. And, you know, he never got very good at either one. And then they just moved on from him. Next question here from uh, one of our loyal listeners at KMS22. The question is, what's there a better chance of? Cowboys carrying four tight ends or four running backs? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ooh, that's a good question. And I, I think I, they really like all four running backs. I know they do. I know they do. But I'm sitting here thinking about that, you know, with with McEwen, you know. I, he has a big wrap around his knee right now with that. Uh, yeah, that's that belt. seems like to me that might be, yeah. Um, I'm going to say they're going to carry – I would say they're more likely to carry the four, the four, the four running backs. With what I, I, I and especially when I think you consider, and I don't think they can do it. Pods I don't. Can be a hybrid though. If he's going to be functioning more as a receiver, don't you need to carry four running backs? If one of your running backs, is I, that, I love, you? I love all four of them. I really do. I mean, I still mean with Zeke and Pollard and all that. But when you talk about the guys, I mean, I think these guys. You know, matter of fact, I had a team. I had a team ask me today because I was asking about offensive linemen. And I had a team ask me this. They said, which back do you think they might cut? And I kind of kind of go into my – or they asked me, who would you keep? And I said, I said, I would keep Malik Davis. 
And the team goes, man, we're hoping they cut Davis, you know? And I'm like, oh, really? They're like, yeah, we hope we, we like Davis a lot. I'm like, well, what'd you think about him in Florida? Like, man, we didn't have great stuff coming out of Florida, but watching the Cowboy games, you kind of get an understanding of what the kid is, you know? And I'm like going, well, I would keep Davis over Dowdle. And the, the team that I was talking with said, I, I would, I hope that you're wrong that they put Davis on the street. Well, we'll see if that happens. Just, if they I'll, put him out there, I know the team. I can tell you the team that's going to claim him, but I don't want to do that right now. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Well, we'll we'll have to circle back, see if it happens. Uh, next question here from, uh, let's go with at Microwave1213. Uh, the question is, do you think the defense will be good enough to make up for the potential deficiencies on offense? It's going to have to. That, that, that determines whether this team finishes above 500 or not. Yeah, this is going to – the defense is – it's, it's, maybe it's not about the turnovers. You know, maybe it's, it's more about uh, – it's more going to be about pressure. It's going to be about sack fumbles. It's going to be about, uh, you know, them covering, maybe getting some tip balls, things like that. I don't think they're going to have the turnover number, but it doesn't mean they're going to not have a good defense. I think that they've got the ability to have a top five defense with the personnel they have right now, but it's going to have to, there's going to be some potentially some ugly games, but you know what? You didn't lose Dak Prescott and you're going to have your receivers. You know, the numbers say when Tyron doesn't play that they run the ball a yard less and the quarterback's rating is not as good. You got to figure this thing out. That's what that's what Kellen Moore's job, uh, Doug Nussmeyer, you know, all those offensive coaches. That's their job. Mike McCarthy. You've got to figure out. Teams lose players every week, and they figure things out. I remember the Philadelphia Eagles won a Super Bowl. Look how banged up their team was. But you know, Doug Peterson, those guys did a great job of figuring things out. They lost their left tackle. They lost their left tackle. Absolutely, they did. So you've got to figure things out. You just can't put your head in the sand and say, oh, poor me, because nobody feels sorry for you. I said that to start the show. Now, I, I got to ask you, because you just mentioned it there, you don't think the turnover numbers are going to be as, as either. I think the pressures and the sacks are going to be up, though. You, you said it earlier, though, and I got to know if you're still holding to your opinion. Do you still hold to your prediction that Anthony Brown will lead the team? In I do. I do. Anthony All Brown's right. going to lead the team in interceptions. All right. That, I'm, that's... Not, I'm not going away from that one. Uh, that, that's, you can that's, buy me lunch when I'm right about that. I, I, if I, I'm wrong, I'll buy you lunch. How about I, I got you for it. Uh, final question here from Ralph Todd. He says, does the lack of talent acquisition point to organic tanking that then equals Sean Payton? Uh, I, and I know there are a lot of people who have questions like this. Here's my thought on this, and this is what I've said the whole time about this. I think when they moved on from Amari Cooper, when they moved on from Lyle Collins, when they did stuff like that, it was – Hey, we think this is potentially addition by subtraction, or you know, we're 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 going to trust that Ceedee Lamb can take a step up, or or we believe in Terrence Steele, or whatever you want to do. But I think they thought a an added potential benefit of that, not necessarily organic tanking, but I think it also goes. Let's see if these coaches can level these guys up. No question. And I and so I think that it is. You can make the argument that not organic tanking, but like, hey, let's put them in a little bit of a situation to stress their teaching abilities let's see what they can do with these guys yeah but what okay let me ask you this there's a saying and i'm going to mess it up that don't let your money 
It, it's something about with your money. Don't let your money be don't mad let, at your money, or yeah, let, let, let mad money, or yeah. Don't let, don't let you know, don't make, don't let your money make you mad or whatever. It's. I, I'm sorry, I, I'm an idiot when it comes to. I know what you're that, saying, but I mean, I, I think people out there, they got mad at those two kids. They got mad at Tyron uh, at, at at Lyle Collins. They got mad at Amari Cooper. You know. That that they they that that it was about money, yeah, sure, whatever. You got to talk about availability. They needed the money and all that stuff like that. But they got mad at those kids. You know yeah. that wasn't that wasn't anything on. You know that was personal, is what that was. They never, subtracted. Never, never let your money get mad. Which never is let your yeah, never let your money get mad. And there you go. According to Google, is uh, I'm glad you looked that up is a favored saying of Jerry Jones. So I guess Jerry's yeah. the origin of that. Yeah, never let your money get mad. And that's what he did. He absolutely did. And so with that being said, uh, that's you are, you are what you are right now. But they feel like that you know, they signed uh, Michael Gallup. You know, even though he was injured, they signed him. They think the world of Terrence Steele. I don't particularly do. But as I've said a hundred times, last time they cared about what I said was in 2005. You know, that's the last time. That's a long time ago. So that's, that's you know, they're going to do what they feel is right. And whether they subtract or not, Mike McCarthy has to prove to me that he can he can overcome these things. You know, and, he, and he has. If you look at his career at Green Bay, they lost offensive linemen and were shuffling them around and still found ways to win games. So Kellen Moore, Mike McCarthy, Doug Nussmeyer, uh Joe Philbin, you know, Skip Pete. You guys better figure some things out because if the defense comes to bear and all of a sudden they're doing a great job, you guys can't be falling behind. You've got to figure these things out, you know, because all of a sudden then becomes maybe a split team where defense is like, damn, we're doing everything we can to win these games. You guys got to find a way to, to help us out. If that happens, then, the, then Mike McCarthy's going to have a lot of problems in that locker room. That does it for us this week. Uh, we will get the Cowboys and Seahawks, the final preseason game, later tonight. Uh, I'm on the call, man. Yeah, you're, you're going to be on the call? Yeah, I'm on the call, me and Brad Sham. So yeah, you know, I'll, I'll script some reads for you along the way. So make sure you listen if you can. <laughs> listen to the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. You Please can hear do. Uh, Brian's analysis. But uh, we will talk to you guys again on Monday. Hopefully have some more clarity about where things are heading with the left tackle position. Uh, but until then, uh, have a good weekend.